Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. Alrighty, I'm going to read you the gospel today. But before I do, I'd like you to reflect as I read on when you pushed Jesus away. Maybe it wasn't in an angry moment. Maybe it was just in a, you know what, I don't have time for you moment. Or I'm just going to live my life right now, God moment. I don't really feel like doing your will. Maybe you just set him aside for the time being. Okay, we're looking at Matthew chapter 8, verse 28 through 34. When Jesus came to the territory of the Gadarenes, two demoniacs who were coming from the tomb met him. They were so savage that no one could travel by that road. They cried out, What have you to do with us, son of God? Have you come here to torment us before the appointed time? Some distance away, a herd of many swine was feeding. The demons pleaded with him, If you drive us out, send us into the herd of swine. And he said to them, Go then. And they came out and entered the swine, and the whole herd rushed down the steep bank into the sea where they were drowned. The swine herds ran away, and when they came to the town, they reported everything, including what had happened to the demoniacs. Thereupon the whole town came to meet Jesus, and when they saw him, they begged him to leave their district. So you've got Jesus who casts out these two demoniacs. There's another version of this, right? Where it was legion. There were legions of them and they all went into the swine, ran off the cliff, fell into the water. I I mean, bottom line is that it was so bad. People couldn't cross the road. They see that The demoniacs are cast into the swine and the people want Jesus to go anyway. (laughs) You know, you did such an awesome thing. Thank you. We can cross the road again. We can, you know, not be afraid. Clearly we have evil that's gone. Thank you, Jesus. No, 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 none of that. Hey, we beg you, get out of our town. Maybe it was because they were afraid. Maybe they were so overwhelmed 
by what they experienced, that they would rather deny it and push it aside than to find out more about who this Jesus is and what these incredible gifts and miracles he can do. They saw it with their own eyes. It wasn't like someone told them a fairy tale or it was passed down through generations. It happened. So let's reflect now, because it's hard to reflect while you're (laughs) listening to the gospel. But the last part, they begged him to leave. When have we begged Jesus? Maybe not to leave, but maybe to do our will. Which is basically asking him to leave, right? Jesus, get, get away. Step aside. I want my will done. And oh, by the way, can you make it happen for me? I'm going to pray to you for my will. Instead of praying the way that we should, because he is almighty God. And he does want to give us good things. But he knows the plan for us better than us. So when we ask, and we should ask, we should ask, don't misunderstand. Prayer and petitions, those are, and supplications, these are things that, yes, that's what God is there for. Our Father to take care of our children, His children, His need, the needs of ours. So pray, but pray humbly and end with only if it's your will, God. Then your prayer becomes. This is what I think I would like. This is what I think would be good for my life or good for somebody else's life if you're praying for someone else. And I pray and I hope, Lord, that you find it in your will as well because I don't want it if you don't want it. I want your will and your plan because it's so much better than ours. And maybe that's where you're pushing God out. I was listening to C.S. Lewis, The Screwtape Letters. I'm an audiobook chick. I like to listen to my books while I do things. <laughs> I just don't have time to sit and read because I take a long time to read. I'm a slow reader, and it'll take me three times as long to actually read a book with my eyeballs (laughs) than to listen to it. And in some cases I can listen to it, you know, on a faster speed and, you know, get it done faster. Um, it just works better for me. I comprehend it better. Anyway, I digress. So I was listening to the, uh, screw tape letters, which is a book about demon training, evil spirit training, and all these letters <clears throat> are being, excuse me, are being written back and forth between the teacher or the mentor, who they call uncle, and the student, who they call Wormwood, 
And it's the uncle training the student who just graduated from demon school and is going to be assigned a soul and is assigned a soul to torment and to pull into hell. And he's being coached by his quote unquote uncle, who is this, you know, teacher guy. Anyway, it's a bit rough. It's written in this Englishy style. So it's wordy and, you know, I mean, it could be, I would have loved it if it were just written straightforward in normal kind of English today English. I think it would make a lot of people open their eyes to the devious ways that Satan works in our lives to bring us down through other people, through our thoughts, our feelings. It's, it's, it's an eye opener. But anyway, so I was just kind of thinking about how grateful I am that I've got these deliverance prayers that I look to Jesus during my day and how grateful I am also when I am identifying the times that I don't look to him. When I decide I'm going to have a couple extra glasses of wine and I wake up the next day and I pushed Jesus aside, right? I never even considered him. I just went in and had a couple more glasses of wine. And that is the purposeless, meaningless life. When you're going through the motions and you're just living it, and then the next day you wake up with this guilt feeling and you're like, why do I feel guilty? What did I do? Maybe you didn't do anything. Maybe you didn't say anything. But if there's some sort of guilt <clears throat> inside you, that's most likely God poking at you, saying, uh-uh-uh, that's not how I want you to be. I did a video yesterday. Thanks for all the comments. Lots of you came back with, thank you for being back out there on video. Um, <clears throat> oh, I'm so sorry about my throat. <clears> oh, <throat> uh, and I don't have a mute button on this cheap free thing that I'm using. So uh, bear with me, please. Sorry about that. Okay. So, uh, what was I talking about? I hate when I, when I do that to myself. Oh my gosh. I completely lost the train of thought. Oh. And it's 10 minutes in, so I'm not going to redo this. Oh, so I think it was yesterday. It was one thing leads to another was my video. And what I want to just throw out there to you is pay attention to your life. Pay attention to what you're doing and realize that one thing does lead to another. If you have that next glass of wine, maybe you'll have a big dessert or maybe you'll have another glass of wine and maybe you'll say something or do something that you're going to regret because you're not fully in your right mind. You're not completely incapacitated, but you're also not completely sober. That's where it gets into any kind of drug. 
Same thing with any other kind of vice. There's typically some sort of endorphin rush, a high, you know, the orgasm with that stuff. There's some sort of, even when you're like having an adulterous affair, you get that honeymoon stuff, all that new beginning that we all love and think, you know, ooh, and it's so fleeting. It's not real love. It's not real pleasure and peace. It's worldly. It's, it's a moment in time. It's fast. It doesn't stay with you. It's fleeting. And then we start searching for it again. So let's not be like that village who was just freed from all these demons. Okay, yeah. The pig thing might have freaked him out. It would have freaked me out too. No question. But that's the miracle that they witnessed. And so in your own life, go back and you reflect on the pig moments in your life. Where did God show himself to you in miraculous ways? And it could be in people's lives with you. Maybe it's not directly in your life, but it's in someone's life that you've seen and witnessed and experienced. So that, my friends, is what I want you not to do, is to push Jesus aside in fear of what we don't know. Maybe you don't want to change your life. Who would I be if I didn't have drinks at night? Who would I be if I didn't smoke pot? Who would I be if I didn't watch hours and hours of TV? Who would I be if I didn't watch hours and hours of stuff on social media. Who would I be if I actually got up and moved, excuse me, moved my body and exercised and brought endorphins into my mind, body, soul, and spirit through prayer, through exercise, and through nutritious food? Like what a novel concept. What God really created us for is a relationship with him, right? Through prayer, through talking with him every day, and through casting our worries and our concerns and using his powerful name to cast out any demons attacks on us all day long. So that we can love ourselves and love one another. And he said, don't worry about what you're going to wear, what you're going to eat, right? Like I've given you everything, nature, food. I've got this. Just trust me, trust me and go be love. It's really that simple. God first, always not pushing him aside, but asking him into the mess. 
and asking him into the world that you don't want, but you don't know how to change it. And you can't imagine your life changed without this issue in it. I remember, sorry, this one's going long. I remember when the pot thing for me stopped and I was, there were many times when I tried to quit and my blockage was really one of, one of many was what am I going to do if I'm not high all day? I mean, isn't life going to be boring? I can't tell you how alive I felt the first week. My husband said the same thing. He's like, oh my gosh, <laughs> like, hello, I thought you were on before now. Holy cow. Anyway, you don't want know what you don't know. And in this moment in my life, God entered it in a big way, in a miraculous way, and taught me what the difference was. And I experienced it. And it was beautiful. And it became this beautiful, grace-filled transformation for me. So if we invite him in, to help us change our hearts, especially when we don't want to change our hearts, right? I don't want to really let this go right now, God. I'm kind of liking this sin in my life. I know it's wrong. So this is where you come in, Lord. Because I don't want to change, I need your help to do just that, to want to change. You don't start with the problem. You start with the desire, I desire. It's a beautiful word that my spiritual director uses with me all the time. God wants to hear your desires. Not your needs and your wants. Desires seem more deep, more rooted, deep into who we are. Our desires. And God desires to be there with you every day second of every day to fight through all of your problems, to be there through all of your victories, to give you that peace and that love that you are seeking, that joy and just that existence and zeal for life that we all try to find in something here on earth, in a drug, in alcohol, in sports, in exercise, in travel, in book reading, in TVs, we, you know, movie watching, just escaping and trying to find what you can only find in God. So let's not push him aside. Let's not ask him to leave our life. Let's do just the opposite and bring him in to the mess. Tell him, look, I know it's wrong. I don't want to stop. I need help. (laughs) And let him in. Not just let him in, but ask him in. All righty, everyone. Woo, long one but important. 
I love you all. Have a blessed and inspired day.